This podcast replay is brought to you by EssentialMovingExperts.com. Five-star rated. 25 years of experience in the moving business. Family owned and operated. They offer free 30-day storage. Fully licensed, bonded, and insured. Mention the big O and get $150 off. Moving was never so easy. EssentialMovingExperts.com. Ride a ride a ride. There you are. How you feeling, my man? I'm good, man. I'm sorry. I'm not in a place where I've got Wi-Fi access, so I'm 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 here in the car trying to hold it down, make sure you don't have any interruptions. All right. Oh, it sounds good. Uh, was the uh, daughter's uh, birthday yesterday good? Yeah, man. Um, I'm just enjoying every yeah. I'm just enjoying every little moment of l- her learning and developing and talking. Um, we're, we're actually planning something, a smaller birthday party at, on, on Mar- in later on in March. Um, but, uh, you know, uh, it, it's just a joy to do it. I got a 21 year old for those who don't know, I got a stepdaughter who's 30, 21 year old, and now my two year old. And it's, it's such a joy to do it when you, when you kind of have an understanding of what, it, what, what it's about and the joy, the moments that you'll enjoy and remember later. Yeah, no, it was cool. It was uh, it was uh, it was cute watching the uh, the social media post with her there, enjoying the day yesterday. Uh, let yeah. me bounce let me bounce around a little bit on the NFL side before I go to the Dolphins. Um, it uh, Michael Irving ended up winning uh, in in court that they're releasing the video. Um, this thing smells like I, I don't know how much you've been following it. Like Marriott's been wanting to throw it out of court. Uh, they've been they don't want to release the video. You know, now they're forced to release the video after two judges now have forced them to because they took it to another judge. And, and and Marriott is even like not taking responsibility, like saying, well, they only use our name in this hotel, you know, that kind of stuff. And I kind of feel bad for Michael Irving right now. You know what I mean? Because if he did commit a crime or whatever, he was insulting to that woman. And you're Marriott, you want to show the video, right? I mean, why is such hesitation? It just smells dirty, dude. You know what Uh, I'm saying? I might be wrong, but it just, you know. You know, let's, I, I don't know what the real situation is on this incident, but what I do know is we never scream somebody's innocence as loud as we scream about their guilt. Um, and you know, that man could potentially have lost his career again, cause this is probably the time number three, he could have potentially lost his career and it's not fair. It's not fair to them. It's not fair to, um, even the woman, um, uh, let's, let's let the legal process play itself out. Now, why Marriott doesn't want to get involved, but there are cameras everywhere. And if, if you, if you're that, you would think the cameras are there to protect from a crime or prevent a crime or to prove somebody's guilt or innocence in regards to a crime. So this is a, something that literally blows my mind. I feel, I feel bad. And, and listen, Michael has the same energy he had the last time he was innocent that the media went after him. And I don't know if you remember that moment where he says, all right, use the same energy you use to, to, to you know say I'm guilty. And he yep. was like calling out the media at that moment. And to yep. and he and he was innocent, and and you know how it is, Omar. When you're innocent, you'll scream to high heaven. You'll stand on every mountain on every building and say, "I'm innocent." 
You know if, what I mean? If your and, lawyers allow you, if your yeah. lawyers allow you. Right, right. And but the, but but the lawyers and Michael have done nothing but that. Like they have been adamant about this. That's why, to me, when I see the delay on the other side, the people making the accusations, that's like you know, I, I just found it kind of weird. Uh, the other one is Jalen Jalen Carter is back at the combine now. After this uh, DUI mess and crash that killed uh, a couple of people, uh, your thoughts on 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 this whole thing? Because this is a guy that was, you know, he's considered one of the, if not the top pick in the draft, at least top three. Um, my thoughts are: Why does this come to a head the week of the NFL Combine? I think that that's foul. Um, now, it, it's not like the incident just happened. Um, also, on top of that, I'm a little bit troubled and perplexed as to why people are pretending like, oh, this is this is you know this is going to absolutely tank his draft stock. I don't really care. It doesn't matter, and neither should his draft stock. Um, he's going to be selected relatively high, and uh, he's going to have the opportunity to play in the NFL, and his career is going to be made on on his performance. Um, but you know, it's a slow news cycle, so everybody's making a tremendously big deal about this um should he have returned to the combine absolutely because it's a major job interview and there are 32 teams who are curious and want to hear from him in regards to what he has to say on the matter right yeah no and i know he was racing with them so he might have been a contributor but it wasn't he wasn't necessarily the one that crashed the car and obviously you know people died so I, I, I get the technicalities behind it, but it is, uh, hey, listen, it reminds us of the Leo Collins story back in the day when he was accused of murder or something, I think it was, and he wasn't, and he was innocent. And yet he, his draft stock went down from, what, what was it like the fifth or sixth round from the first round, I think? If I remember yeah. correctly, right? Uh, no, no, Leo Collins went undrafted. I remember wow. I was begging I was begging Steve Ross to draft him, and their fear was that, oh, you know, the media is going to come down on us. And I'm right. like, no, 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 I'm the media. I'm not going to come down on you. Dra draft him in the third day. Um, yeah. but and, by, and by the way, if I remember correctly, I think Tannenbaum worked for the agency that was representing Collins, right, before he took uh, the Dolphins job, right? Correct. I remember that. Yep. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah, that, 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 was, that was crazy, and he was innocent at that time. Uh, from all of that. All right. Prediction time, Omar. Lamar Jackson wants a fully guaranteed contract as much as what Deshaun Watson wanted, got, or maybe even more. Will, will Lamar Jackson end up with a fully guaranteed contract or will he end up tagged and held out and holding out? He'll end up tagged. He won't receive a fully guaranteed contract, even though I think the Ravens um, uh, uh, do good business. I just don't think they want to set the precedence. Nobody in the NFL wants to set the precedence of fully guaranteed contracts for players. Deshaun Watson and Kirk Cousins are the only ones outside of rookies who've ever gotten it done. And if it's going to be done, it's going to be done by the quarterbacks. The quarterbacks, but people don't realize is the, there is no, excuse me one second, I'm signing something. Uh, what, what people don't realize is that there is only that in the NBA and in Major League Baseball and in the NHL, there's nothing in their CBAs, collective bargaining agreement, that says that players must have fully guaranteed contracts. It is the culture of those leagues 
which has been dictated over time that has created those environments for the players and their contracts. Now, unfortunately, the players, you know, players in the M M NFL, they have not been allowed the opportunity because agents have not done what they needed to do, their due diligence, to get to that level of getting fully guaranteed contracts. But it has to be the quarterbacks. Um, Russell Wilson has twice failed when it was his opportunity to get a fully guaranteed contract. Um, the, the, the Patrick Mahomes could have gotten a fully guaranteed contract. He got $500 million, so I'm not even going to complain about that. Yeah, one. yeah, but, um, but, but by the way, that contract has become cap-friendly. Yeah, no, because of the, the way that it was structured, and it's like $500 million. So, and it's, and yeah. it's only – and it's I, I, I hate to say it this way, but it's only $40 million a year for him. <laughs> yeah, no. Uh, and he's won two championships. I think you're going to pay whatever you're going to pay. Uh, the same thing can be said about Buffalo's quarterback. He was in position to get a fully guaranteed contract. Nobody, nobody did it with for him as well. So it's it's very uncomfortable for me to like sit here and say that hey, I, I don't count their pockets, but they got to understand it's got to be the culture of the league. And I support Lamar in his efforts. I know, and I've dealt with Lamar, and I've dealt with his moms through I am I'm athlete. Um, and trust me, she's a hard negotiator, and she's a very good businesswoman and you know whether and and lamar is driving the, the the business end of it so he's he's determined to get what he feels like he deserves and i'm very encouraged by what's happening here yes everybody can sit here and debate that he doesn't deserve a fully guaranteed contract but they got to understand he deserves more than what the next man got and the next man is deshaun watson so if he deserves more than what deshaun watson got that's just the that's just the price price of doing business in the nfl all right, that's so the nature that, of the league. That's why I asked you this way, because I believe also, like you do, he's not going to get a, a, a fully guaranteed contract. And I think he's going to get tagged. But I really believe that they're going, he's going to end up holding out. Yeah, you probably think? is. Yeah, okay. So you feel the same way that he's not. I, I think it's so bitter, the situation now with him, and he's kind of locked into – well, wait a minute. If they gave him a fully guarantee, I deserve one too, right. and, I've, and I've accomplished more than Deshaun Watson, right? I know that's what he's saying, but I almost feel like this this thing's going to get pretty ugly between these two uh, very soon. Uh, it probably will, but I mean, this is the price of doing business, and I think he will he'll hold out, and it'll be interesting to see what what happens, what comes from it. But that's just the nature of the league. It's about business. Um, if you're going to sit here and you're going to argue that he doesn't deserve a fully guaranteed contract, that's not that's not fair. Yeah, but but, hey, okay, but Omar, Omar, Deshaun Watson didn't deserve a fully con guaranteed contract. You know what I'm yeah, saying? I, I, he, he, you don't think he deserves a fully guaranteed Deshaun? Um, Deshaun Watson he deserves it or not? No, 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 no. no. Oh, Deshaun didn't. That, that's what, that, that, that's, that's my, that, but that's my point. To use the guy that set the precedent when the precedent was set with the wrong person. You know what I'm saying? You know, and that's that's the problem there. And the, I think well, that's what that's what that's what everybody else is going to use as as the as the example. Say, yeah, we, we get that he got a guaranteed contract, but nobody in their right mind would have given him a guaranteed contract. That was just stupid business by the Browns. That's basically what 
the other teams are saying about this, basically. You know what I'm saying? All it takes, all it takes is one team. Let's say you're going to get paid what the market is going to determine that you're worth. Mm-hmm. Let's say they don't give him the exclusive franchise tag, which I think would be ridiculous. But then I also think it would be smart because then you give another team an opportunity to negotiate the contract for you. And potentially you can get him on what the market feels is market value. And you, and now the question is, if you don't want to pay that market value, then you're going to get a compensation for him. I personally would not give him the exclusive rights tag. I would give him the tender that will allow me to get compensation for him. Even though a quarterback's extremely hard to replace. If I'm not in love with him, then that's the reality of it. And then I'd let the market determine what he's worth. And then I'd sign him to whatever somebody negotiates him. Because what people don't realize is you have a right of first refusal. So if they offer him, let's say, if they offer him a fully guaranteed contract, then okay, the market determined he's worth the fully guaranteed contract and I'm going to sign him to that. Right. Uh, um, if they offer him something short of what the market guarantees because of the injury or the style of play or um, the durability concerns, I'm going to sign him to that. There's no way that I'm going to let him go. Um, and if he wants to play on, 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 on the franchise tag, so be it. If he doesn't want to play, then he's going to sit out. Then he's going to not have a year's toll. And basically we're going to, we're going to be here again next year. So. All right. All right. No, I'm with, I'm with you there. All right. Let's move on to two. Cause I got somebody coming up at 1230 here. Um, yesterday, McDaniel, obviously Chris Greer talked about, you know, everything is open on the table and I'm trying to explain to people. I don't know if you're going to agree with me on this. They, they, they said like, Hey, we're, we're everything's on the table long-term. We're still talking about the fifth year option or whatever. And I think for me, it's more about just spreading the love to two and his agent and everybody else. Like, Hey, we believe in him. We love him and all that, but there really is no shot. They give him a long-term deal. I think that was just Chris Greer just, you know, reiterating how much they believe in the guy that they believe in him so much that sure, anything is on the table. The same thing as they tell you, oh, no, we don't turn down Mike Kosicki if he wants to come back or Byron Jones or we got to let Vic Fangio figure that out. Byron ain't coming back. Gesicki ain't coming back. And Tua has no shot right now at getting a long-term contract. Do you agree on all of those? I disagree. I'm going to have the conversation. I'm going to have the dialogue. I'm probably going to put a 70 cents on the dollar offer on the table explain why that's what it is if he chooses to take it so be it um i I remember going back to the ryan Tannehill when he was getting his fifth year option and then they wound up extending him which i thought was the worst decision ever by the organization and you know it was like 98 million dollars and uh i thought at no point was he ever going to sign a contract until he had proven himself and to it at, at this point is more deserving of a contract than Ryan Tannehill is of a big money contract than Ryan Tannehill is. Well, Cause he proves that he can be a real franchise quarterback. You're right. I yeah. get what you're saying. But the, the layup, the easy decision is sign into a fifth year option. Say, Hey, we'll revisit this in a year, but you got $26 million guaranteed coming to you next year. Altogether throughout your career, you will have made uh 50, like 50, nearly $60 million. I think that's pretty good for for five years. Right. Um, it's fair. 
and we, we'll revisit this when if you're the if you're the best player in the league, we'll pay you like you're the best player in the league. And if you're proving that you're have durability concerns, we'll probably decide that we want to move on from you after the fifth year. So I, I, I don't see how that's not a layup, but I definitely have the conversation with them to see where their thought process is, because you got to keep in mind. The price is only going to go up if he's who we think he is. Of course, right. If he stay and if he stays healthy, then it gets the price will get really scary. Yeah, you're right. You're oh right. yeah, the price is going to be the price is going to be ridiculous. Yeah. Um. If if Tua just flat out replicates what he did last year, the price is going to be ridiculous. Yeah. Um. And stays healthy. Right. Let's yeah. say you're the number one passer in the league, and you you led your team to the playoffs, and you stay healthy for an entire season. You're talking three hundred million dollars, two hundred and fifty million a year. Yeah, they'll be paying fifty a year. Yeah. Yeah. Guaranteed. Guaranteed. I'm with you there. Why not? Why not try to get ahead of it? Not to say that you you could sit here and whether you are a to a hater, to a supporter, to a non-member, you can flat out say whatever you want to justify whatever decision that you have. But the the truth of the matter is, we will know who Tua is at the end of the 2023 season. And, yeah, and it's interesting you say uh, offer a deal at 70 cents a dollar. Maybe two of the agents think, you know what, let's take some guarantees now and protect ourselves just in case because a year from now, if you do suffer injuries, you already have your deal in place. If you you're don't, protected. It, yeah. Yeah, you're protected. So there might be a, I don't think they'll do it because two is kind of driven to, to prove people wrong. So I think he's going to drive to try to be healthy this year and and prove to people he can have a complete year and all that kind of crap. All and it then, takes is one bad hit. No, I know, I I know, I know, I know, I know. But he is. A, I a, mean, but ultimately he'll get twenty six million dollars, and and trust me, that should be enough money to take care of your family for a lifetime. I'm with you there. I, I did think that Greer gave a little nugget yesterday, which normally you don't hear a lot of stuff. But he said that they would be interested in safety and linebacker. And obviously with Fangio coming in, it's more it's it's more important than ever to have safeties and linebackers that can cover. So we've talked a lot about Brandon Jones possibly being at risk here because Brandon got better in coverage, but maybe not to the elite point that Vic Fangio needs both of his safeties to be at. So are were you surprised that the that the general manager would say Already, like, we could be interested in safeties and linebackers. No, I think even if you have Brandon Jones on the roster, you're still exploring safeties and linebackers. I think Eric Rose a free agent as well. Yeah. And you know you know how me and you, we go back and forth about Brandon Jones all the time. Coverage-wise, he's never going to be good. So, But he got better last year. He got better. Okay. You, didn't, you ignored the sentence that I said. Coverage-wise, he's never going to be good. G-O-O-D. He I'm got not, better. I'm not ready. I'm not ready to get you. You give up on him. I'm not ready to give I, up on the young man. I, I, I'm I'm evaluating him based on what his teammates tell me. So he's just not going to be that player that you you think. I, I I think it's an easy upgrade. It's an easy upgrade. You 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 know who I'm thinking about. It's the, the young man who already said he wants to he play wants to down. Be, yeah, no, he he really wants to be down here. Yeah, really? no, he trains at Bomberitos. I see him every offseason. Yeah. He's here. He loves South Florida. South Florida Buffalo. South Florida Buffalo. No, no, he, on, he, he he wants Miami. That's yeah. for sure. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. The, the, I, I say this all the time. 40% of the league lives down here in the offseason. 
like 40, but not, not down here, but in South, in Florida, Tampa, Jacksonville, Orlando, Miami, South Florida, 40% of the league lives in Florida, 40%. That means you are going to have a great opportunity to land a lot of the top free agents, including a Poyer. And you just got to be creative enough to get it done. If you want to get it done. Poyer and Bobby Wagner. I don't know. I think the Bobby Wagner Express has left. Really? God, I like that one because that's only a one or two year deal. So it's yeah, not but I would long... rather I would rather go after the um the, the uh Levante David than Bobby Wagner. Okay, that's another older linebacker. That's a one or two year deal. You're right. You're right about that. Okay. I, I would ra- I would rather go that route. I, or or get a young linebacker. I, I no, the, you can't get Poyer and a, you can't get Poyer and Edmonds. No, they're not going to be able to pay Wilkins. Seeler. I said a younger linebacker. A young. Oh, a, you a mean like, like in the second and third round picks? Yeah, yeah, that's right. I'm, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not shy about drafting you. a line. And okay. keep in mind also the trade market, and we don't know what teams are bartering and what we'll find out after 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 this after the combine. We'll find out. What free what linebackers are on the trading block? Just like many linebackers that Miami's traded for when they traded for Bernard McKinney, McKinney and you know you'll you'll things will pop free. We'll 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 know short we'll know shortly. And I think the Dolphins will be aggressive if Chris Greer strategically put those positions out. Then he's like, it's very obvious. I'm already talking to free agents about this. Like we 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 we're we're being very transparent. And I would love to add a safety because I I think the the young man that's back there now, um, it, it, if you free him up to do coverage, and you have a guy like like Poyer who could do everything, you, it's it's going to be oh, magnificent. Holland and Poyer would be oh my god, yeah. it would be a, a, an incredible uh, duel right there. All right, follow but, but even more important than safety, even more important than safety, I think you got to address the other cornerback position. Yes, I think they will. Although I think Kohu will be part of it, but that's where I think the second and third round picks come in. I think they could get another corner there. I, I, do I don't know if I, I don't know if I want to take the risk of getting the Noah Noah, Noah Igbenogany. I'm sorry. No, no, no. Cater Kohu, bro. Cater Kohu's the guy. He's I. He's I. Oh, he played fantastic for a young man, bro. He did a great job. He could get better too. I like okay. I like the kid. He's his mental makeup is. He's special, bro. Uh, uh, that kid, that kid's built the right way. All right, follow him on Twitter. Omar, as always, I appreciate you. Follow him on Twitter at Omar Kelly and catch him every week here, of course, with our EssentialMovingExperts.com Miami Dolphins Exchange. Omar, we'll catch up next week, my friend. Appreciate you. All right, man. Thank you. That is your Miami Dolphins Exchange. <laughs>